Mariota, editor-in-chief of the fourth period, and you're listening to the Tomahawk Roundup. All right, so what is going on, guys? This is Frank Zorowski here with the Tomahawk Roundup, and I am joined by a very reliable source of information in the hockey world and the editor-in-chief of the fourth period, David Paniota. David, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so really excited to have you on. First of all, going back to the beginning, how did you come up with the idea for the fourth period, and where have you seen it grow during its time of existence? Uh, it's, it's been a long, it's been a long ride so far. Um, you know, started this in the early 2000s, online, digital website, and, and just trying to collect as much information as I could at the time. Uh, some of the, the, the chatter and, uh, stuff going around the National Hockey League, around all the teams, and just kind of evolved from there, to be honest, Frank. I mean, it, it, this took it to, you know, an opportunity to cover some games, to, to, to cover some main events at the NHL. Uh, I'm, I'm here in Canada, just outside Toronto. So to be able, at the time, they had the World Junior Camps be accredited for that and, and, and to cover some of these events was a big reason why things started to grow and, and kind of expand from there. Started to do some stuff with NBC, did some stuff with a few other outlets, and uh, started to do the, the, the magazine as well. We, we've got a print mag that's going on 10 years now, and it's, it's mainly up in Canada. Uh, it's... It, focuses on primarily the lifestyle angle of things. Um, so being able to do that, uh, uh, do all the stuff that we do with, within the NHL, cover it. Uh, I do stuff with NHL Network on the television side as well as on the radio side. Uh, so just being able to have this platform, it's allowed me to really expand and grow significantly uh, just just covering this, this awesome sport. And a, lot that- of, a lot of work. But uh, it's, it's definitely been, been an awesome ride. And that's and that's that's what's important is that it's a lot of fun, but you're putting the amount of time you you get what you put in 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 the sense, if you will. Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, even even now, you know, putting in you know fifteen, sixteen hour days, especially when it comes to big parts of the season, playoff time now. Uh, you know, I'll be doing every round. Uh, I'll be. Uh, you know, we, we've got a, a, our, our digital content that we do, video segments that we have now on the fourth period that we started last year in the playoffs. We've carried it into this season. We've had some former NHL. Aaron Ward uh, is, is one of our main NHL analysts. We've had Shane Kelly be our main data analyst. He, they, we do a fun segment with him, Dirty Data, the two of them, where we take the eye test, add the analytics and the numbers to it, and, and analyze the game from both perspectives. Uh, Irfan Gaffard, Dennis Bernstein, others as well that have been part of it. So a lot of work, trade deadline time, free agency, playoffs are crazy. Uh, we do a bunch of events throughout the league in a normal year as well by putting on uh, uh, some events for the players at All-Star and Awards every year when we can do it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's it's something we're obviously passionate about, I'm passionate about, but like you said, a lot of work and you got to be committed to it. Yeah, the commitment is huge, and I mean, obviously, the the media world is going through a transition period in terms of the NHL, as the American Broadcast Network is changing with Turner and ESPN replacing NBC. How do you see the landscape changing as a result of that shift? I love it, uh, quite frankly. I think it's going to be really exciting and great for the game, great for the way that the game is going to be portrayed, especially in the United States. Um, you know, you have two competing networks to a certain extent, but not really, right? Like, you've got ESPN, worldwide leader in sports. They cover everything. They're going to be able to enhance the game and uh, bring in some, some amazing experts that are going to be able to call the game, analyze the game, talk about it uh, within their sports network. And then you 
you've got TNT and Turner that are a lot more, um, you know, outgoing. They're a lot more, you know, if you look at their NBA coverage, what they do with Shaq and Barkley, I mean, they're all over the place. They, they're, they're fun. And it's not to say ESPN isn't. They're a lot of fun, too. But they like to, they, Turner likes to really get, get things riled up. And I'm excited to see what they're going to bring to their broadcast on the NHL side of things. It sounds like there's going to be some pretty big names going to both networks that haven't already been announced or leaked out. So uh, I think the public's really going to be excited by what both of these networks have to offer this this sort this coming season. Yeah, and that's and that's so important because while I'm not as big into basketball as I am into hockey, I respect what TNT and Turner have done with the showmanship and making it almost like an enter. It, well, it is an entertainment. It's almost like it's not yeah. a game. Sh- it's not a game show, but I think it's like it's almost like the hosts are the the analyst and the play by play guy, and the the contestants are the players in a sense, if you will. Yeah, well, you gotta have fun with it. We we gotta remember this. You know, it's a sport. It's entertainment. And, you know, it's, it's the players and teams' job to bring entertainment to, to life on the ice. And it's the broadcasters, analysts, insiders, et cetera, hosts that have to bring the entertainment off of it, onto the screens. Whether it's on the Internet or in front of television, you've got to be able to entertain. And, and Turner does a great job doing that. Uh, and, and, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what they bring on, on the hockey side of things. Uh, but both networks, you, you've got to be able to entertain. And both sides bring that, you know, certainly to the to the equation, and, and I, I can't wait to see how the broadcast looks for next season. Yeah, it's it's going to be great, especially now with these out of market games being on the ESPN Plus family of networks. That's that's going to add a whole new dimension. Right. It, it, I mean, the, the amount of games that are going to be accessible to people everywhere is huge. I mean, you know, TNT's everywhere. Uh, ESPN obviously is everywhere, so you're going to be able to watch games. You know, whether it's on linear television or if it's going to be on the digital side of things, you're going to have an opportunity to catch games you normally wouldn't. And hopefully, you know, I mean, this is great for the for the even the average hockey fan. Let forget about the most passionate ones, but the average hockey fan, because you're going to have so much extended coverage for the for the loose hockey fan, or maybe not even the casual one. Uh, this is an opportunity to lure in new fans into into our game, and I think it's I think it's great and exciting and. I'm interested to see how they do, and I'm because I want to see how Canada and Sportsnet and, and, and TV on the French side how they interact with their broadcasts if they do anything to change what they do based on how ESPN and TNT ultimately end up presenting the game. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to watch that. Shifting more towards our Chicago market, David. I I don't I don't know if there's been any developments on your angle. Obviously, our our fans have been asking about Jonathan Taves. Have you heard anything, any whispers, anything in the distance that may talk about if and when he's to return? Uh, I'll give the Hawks and Taves' camp a lot of credit for keeping this as quiet as they have. Um, because, you know, typically, it's, you know, for something to go on this long, typically stuff leaks out. But they've done a ridiculously good job in keeping this as, as absolutely quiet and hush-hush as they could. Uh, obviously, it's something health-related. So we hope, obviously, the best for Taves and, and, and his family. For sure. Um, but, it's, it, you know, it sounds like, yeah, he's going to be able to come back next season. Uh, you know, I, I don't think this was in a, a, a situation that they wanted to rush. Clearly, it's not what it sounded like. They want to make sure he's... 100%. So it sounds like everyone's prepping that he is back next season. Obviously, we'll, we'll probably get more word on that as the summer progresses. Uh, but it, it sounds positive that he'll be back in a Hawks uniform. 
that's that's good to hear. That's that's very good to hear that he will be back because I know the at the Stan Bowman Jeremy Colleton exit there was a little bit of confusion as to whether if he would be back versus when if when kind of scenario. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's like I said it sounds like like the messaging that's being put out by the team and by his camp right now is that he will be back at some point and, and, and they're looking at the start of the season. So I'm hoping that's the case because if he does, then obviously that means, at least from the health side of things, he's, uh, you know, A-OK or as close to it as he can be. Right, and we always wish for the health of the players. Again, the human factor, there's a human behind the player, a human behind the crest and the numbers. Right, exactly. And just like everybody else, right? I mean, it just happens that they're really good at hockey and we're not. So, yeah. So, you know, you know, good for them, and, and uh, but you're right. There, there's that other element that that a lot of people, you know, don't automatically, you know, doesn't automatically sink in. Even myself, you know, sometimes reporting on the game, it's, it's not always easy, um, you know, to to do it and not realize that oh yeah, there's a human factor, especially with trades and player movement and stuff like that. It affects you know the wives, the girlfriends, the kids. It's not just the player itself, so. You know, it's, it's it's something that we often forget, and, and, I, and understandable, understandably, um, but it's something that these guys have to go through on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's important to understand the web, the ripple effect, however you call it, of a trade, of an injury, or any other disrupt, uh, disruption to a normal. Uh, day-to-day functionality for a player shifting with that day-to-day functionality what are some of your responsibilities running the fourth period as EIC uh and making sure we've got some some good content that we're putting out obviously you know because of the pandemic and everything and how the landscape has changed we 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 took a, a pause in the print run for a little while we're back up now um but we had to pause that because of everything going on uh, you know from a from uh, brands both pushing off their campaigns to, you know, different um, the, the differences and challenges in trying to put out a physical print product makes things a little bit difficult. So, you know, we do that. We have a digital version that comes with it. So we, we kind of put that on, on the pause, but it, it came back this month, which we're happy about. But also making sure we've got good content moving forward for, for the digital side. Uh, you know, now it's playoffs. So, and, and, and we've brought in our video content so we've got some great stuff that we're going to be putting out throughout the course of the playoffs daily analysis primers for games uh post-game reports all kinds of stuff uh you know we were one of the few network uh, few, few outlets rather that were allowed to cover the stanley cup final in the playoffs last year be part of the bubble so we started then we've carried it into this season we'll be doing it again this year no bubble thankfully <laughs> but uh, we'll be doing stuff all throughout the playoffs so making sure that we've got that kind of content and then normally it's arranging interviews and setting things up with teams and uh, making sure our writers are accredited to games and and, and and setting up photo shoots and all that stuff that comes into play. And then the photo shoots, well, what do we do? We, it, it, what is the theme? Is there a specific site that we want to set this up at? Do we get certain brands to provide different type of clothing and get these guys decked out in some of the best stuff out there? So all these different uh, elements come into play here. And then it's you know, trying to talk to players, teams, agents on a daily basis to try to, you know, dig and, and, and find out what kind of info you can scoop up. Yeah, and, and that's and that's so important because first off, it's incredible that you're able you were able to have that bubble presence because it, I know how cutthroat it was to get into the bubble with the players and the health precautions. So props to you and your organization on doing that. 
But it just in terms of a, a day-to-day operations kind of thing, the, the accreditation, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes when it comes to these kind of setups. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you got to make sure that, uh, first of all, it's, you know, depending on who the writer is, uh, we've got a good core. Uh, but if you're bringing in somebody new, you got to make sure is the team familiar with them? Is the PR staff familiar with them? What are the rules and regulations with the, each specific team? Uh, trying to set up interviews and things like that. Now, it's, it's been a little bit, you know, it's been both challenging in one sense and easier in another uh, because everything is on Zoom. So, you know, it's easier in that sense because it's easier access and, uh, you know, it, it, it makes things more, uh, well, I guess, accessible on a regular basis. And then, you know, once things get back to normal next season and what we had before the pandemic, it's the same, making sure that practices are available and, you know, things of that nature and how to set up interviews. And it's not just that, especially on the print side. We have celebrities in every magazine. We have different athletes in other sports. So, you know, trying to coordinate with their publicists and their staffs and and all of that. So it's all that, those little nitty-gritty things that are, you know, not difficult, just time-consuming that all of that has to be put in. So that has to be intertwined into the day-to-day of producing content, putting stuff out there, uh, and then trying to talk to, you know, as many people as you can around the game so that you're as, as clued in as you can. My responsibility is also pushed to NHL Network on, the, on, on uh, different segments that I do with them on the television side, the segments I do on NHL Radio, and, and our show as well, the hot stove that we have every Saturday on NHL Network. Yeah, I, I love hearing the hot stove uh, when I'm just going on a Saturday drive. Uh, but it, yeah, it's 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 a it's a lot of it's a lot of work, but it's a it's rewarding work. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, look, you know, it's it's cliche, it's an old adage, but it makes you know total sense, and it and it hits home. You gotta you gotta do what you love, or you know, or what you're doing has to keep you happy. Not just make you happy; it has to keep you happy. So you've got to be able to enjoy yourself. And not every day is, is sunshine and rainbows, and there's a lot of headaches that go with it, uh, you know, and, and a lot of stuff that you got to deal with. And there are plenty of times I'm, you know, banging my head against the wall. But at the end of the day, I, I you know, I love what I do, and, and I, I, you know, I, I want to keep it going and uh, make sure that I'm still enjoying myself. And, and I love challenges, so if there's another one, then I, I like to, you know, confront that one, deal with it move on to the next one. So, I mean, again, to each their own, but whatever you're doing, if, if you're a mechanic, if you're a doctor, if you're in sports, if you're this or that, you got to be able to enjoy yourself on a regular basis uh, because just all this stress, especially what we've had to deal with the last 15 months, you know, it's just, it's just not mm-hmm. worth it. No. No, but going to some of your your moments with the fourth period, obviously, what are some of the stories that you're most p- proud of breaking? Some of the kind of things that you kind of, you got there first, you scooped everyone. What was some of those kind of moments like for you? Uh, they're the most special moments uh, because, you know, you, A, you've got to make sure you're 100% right. Um, and B, you got to make sure that you are willing to take on any repercussions from reporting stuff. Um, so when, whether it's a PR staff guy, whether it's a GM, an agent, a player, uh, believe me, they will reach out if they want to and, you know, read you the riot act if, if they have to. And I've gotten that on a regular basis. But, you know, thankfully, a lot of, you know, what I've been able to do first, and, and look, it's one thing to be first, 
but again, it's, it's making sure you're right and making sure you're 100% right, not just 99% right. You, you, you've got to be, you've got to be right. So I think most recently, you know, uh, let's see. Um, well, there was the Matt Barzell signing with before the season with um, the New York Islanders. Being able to break that one was was fun. Also stressful. Actually, a little behind the scenes on how some of this works. We actually found out about the deal the night before, and you know, we knew that the Islanders had camp the next day, and. You know, did we want to break this news the day before? Did we want to put this out the night before? So, at, you know, we found out, I'd say, around 4 or 5 p.m. Eastern. Did we want to wait? Yeah, let's wait. Let's figure it out. Maybe we'll put it out at 10. Uh, let's wait until the next day. So you've got to be able to also pick your pick and choose your battles as to when you're putting stuff out. So we were able to do it, and also you got to do it in a respectful way in certain circumstances. So we wanted to make sure that we weren't stepping on toes too much. So that was one. That kind of encompassed everything. You don't want to get on Lou's bad side. No. So, you know, it is what it is. But that was one. Uh, Brayden Holtby signing with the Vancouver Canucks. John Tavares with Toronto a few years ago. Uh, a few other deals and things like that. Some trades and whatnot that have, you know, come along the way. Um, so it's, it's been, you know, it, it all it's all the same thing. It, it's getting the information and then making sure that, you know, it's, it's, it's validated, it's vetted by a few different people, um, unless it's directly from the source, then, hey, you just roll with it. But, you know, there have been a few throughout the years. You know, Drew Dowdy's signing with L.A., Logan Couture's with, uh, with with San Jose, Mark Stone, the trade to Vegas, and then, you know, his, his, his signing. Uh, all of that all of that stuff is, has been fun. Robin Leonard, so that's another one. Robin Leonard, his signing, we reported last year in the bubble, during the semifinal or during the conference final, which wasn't the best timing from the, his perspective or the team, uh, you know, but we were right with our information and we knew we were going to get scooped in a day or two if we didn't do it. So if we didn't put it out, somebody else would have. So Robin Leonard was another one that added a lot of stress to it. As we found out two days before, we actually reported it. Um, so all these other things kind of come into play when you're trying to you know, report on new trade deadline and free agency is a little bit different because there's, you're, you're on a, you're in a time crunch and you got to roll with it. But um, you know, some of these other ones that there is no real deadline, it, it, it uh, you just got to make sure everything is checked off before you roll with it. Right, time and place, and knowing when and where to post things. Yeah, I, all of that, and making sure that you're not going to piss off too many people. Um, you know, you're going to tick off some, but you got to make sure. You minimize that as much as you can. Uh, like we know, you know, there was Leonard had a press conference the next day and he had to deny it. And you know, we got flack for that, but you know, the, it was the exact deal that he ended up signing was what we reported because we knew that was what it was. You just got to roll with it. Sometimes you're going to get a lot of hits. Uh, not, not, you know, not clicks. It like you're going to get, you're going to get tossed at. Yeah. By some of the other, uh, you know, like I said, agents, teams, players, things like that. Uh, so you, you got to be able to, to take that run. Yeah. Before we head out, David, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners around the U.S., Canada, and beyond? That'll be fun. 
Uh, I believe we're going to be in Seattle. They haven't figured out how they're doing their, their uh, expansion draft just yet. So if they do do something there, I believe we will be there for it. Um, but unfortunately, no draft in terms of event. It'll be virtual. Uh, but all everything leading up to it, Cup Final, we'll be doing that. And then, like I said, I think we're going to have an eventful July with the expansion draft and some teams that may make moves not just with Seattle, with other teams to try to, you know, finagle their way into uh, figuring out their, their expansion draft and others. So uh, if, if you're a hockey fan and your team's not in the playoffs right now, try to watch. It's going to be really exciting. But I, I can assure you this July is going to be a fun one. Get ready for July. David Penyota of the fourth period. David, thank you so much for the time. You got it. Thanks for having me.